Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Uh, I'll just uh, be straight with you guys. I was looking up stuff about the Unabomber last night. Hey. Watched a documentary. With that. What's Watched the documentary a, called? It's called The Unabomber in His Own Words. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That one, <laughs> that one. It, it's is from it like t- 2018. Yeah, it is super good and super interesting and uh, in a way very timely about environmental issues. So look it up. Nice. Give it a look up. Not oh, endorsing, not endorsing bombing. No, but endorsing documentaries. <laughs> yes, especially yes, not yes, endorsing yes. those bombings because I mean the guy <laughs> builds a shit bomb, but man, his manifesto. Woohoo! What? what a vision for the future, huh? <laughs> Check it out. Just going I mean, deep on like ecofascism and its uh, corollary. It's good corollary. Uh-huh. He. And and he has the supervillain origin story that is like mind blowing. Um, it's truly it, his story is one of the most amazing stories. That's uh, I I've always been obsessed with uh, Ted Kaczynski. That's why at Cracked our version of like the Twitter egg where you don't have where you haven't posted a picture of yourself was the Unibobber sketch <laughs> for most of the history of the site. I think looks like I've. Looks like every guy. Exactly. So iconic. Did they, did they do enough like sketches, like sketch comedy about the Unabomber sketch, like who that guy was? That feels like it would have, like, that gave you hours of terrible sketch comedy <laughs> of like a dude who was like, I'm just a skate, I'm just a roller skater, man. Uh, and they got me mixed up, and like this is yes, my little my my S curl got. I don't know how this became uh, the face of of terror. I'm just a, a peace loving roller skater. I don't know. I this I I, I I always get the biggest kick looking at at that sketch. I mean, it's very like a very blandly handsome man rocking a hoodie well before its time, uh, and then like aviators and a mustache. Like those are all things that uh, are mostly cool now. I just so. love police sketches in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so good. I just want that job. Yeah, who was the person that I'm? Is there any background on like the person that gave the description that led to that sketch? Like how we ended up with that sketch? Yeah, it was somebody who saw one of the bombs being deposited. It was like in the parking lot of a electronics store or something. And yeah, mostly okay. targeted academics, but some just like people who are making technology, and so. It was like not the guy who who picked up the bomb and got fucked up by it, but a different person working at that store or that office or whatever who saw somebody in the parking lot like shortly beforehand. Right. Wow. Okay. Hmm. I'm just saying rewatch Terminator 2, you know, the way they're going back and back in time to take out uh, the people who are going to build the destruction of our future no i'm i should not be that sympathetic to the unabomber i'm sorry 
Uh, I'm sorry, you're, Dan. You're like, yo, dude, he's like, he's like a Terminator if you really think about it, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to stop talking about the Unabomber because I. Sorry, guys. Brought that energy Uh, in. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've been Lambertomized. Is that is that a thing? You should you should maybe trademark that. You just made it up. Lambertomized. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's going to be my shock jock show. Hell yeah. Dude, just sipping Lambrusco. (laughs) Devin, what is something from your search history? Okay. I don't want to say this reveals something about my personality because that scares me, but I had to use it because it was one of the first few things that came up, but there's an explanation for it. Um, And that is die of strangulation without bruising. (laughs) Go on. Wow. Okay. Now's a good time to mention that the two of you do have a podcast called True Romance uh, that you co-host together. And it's not a true crime podcast. It is not. No, but, but I, yes. I do have an obsession with true crime, and I was working on a little research project for something I'm writing. And I. For those to- of those people who can't see what's happening, Devin did like this physical <laughs> affect when she said project, which almost felt like very <laughs> it, sinister. It like, felt like she's going to take someone down. I have a sinister uh, demeanor, but I, I really. <laughs> I have to go on record as saying it was a research project. I was just trying to see in in a fantastical world of imagination piece mm-hmm. of fiction, would it be mm-hmm. possible for someone to die of strangulation and have no bruising so that when the police find the body, they wouldn't know that they had and died is this, that way? <laughs> what was the what was the answer? Whoa. Um you can't really die of strangulation without bruising. So You can break someone's yeah. neck though, right? I didn't follow up with that, but probably <laughs> from what I can see on the boys on Amazon, it seems like you can just snap it and nothing shows. Um, so Jack my dad inherited some land from his great grandfather and at a family dinner with all of our relatives, I made a joke about breaking a bone in my dad's neck to kill him and get the land and nobody laughed. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everyone That's just stared shelf. at me. And then I found out it was because there's a lot of argument within the family on who's going to get this land. Oh, and shit. I so just right. really made it They're awkward. Like, oh, does she? <laughs> Someone approaches you after dinner to be like, so like, what approach were you thinking? To- yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, so we looked it up. You can't actually tips. strangle someone without bruising their neck. <laughs> Right, so right, right. that's what you were thinking. Terrifying if someone already was like, actually, I thought about that too, and that's just not the approach you're going to want to take. He's too healthy. He's too healthy. He's too healthy. What is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Um, Or vice versa. I'll be, Never I'll be honest with you. This one gives me trouble. Kind of gives everyone trouble. Yeah. All right, I, name your favorite Pokemon. My favorite Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Probably... My favorite Pokemon might be uh, <laughs> Dragonite or uh, Gengar is like the ghost Pokemon that's like a little mischievous little little fuck. And then, um, but the myth I was going to say, okay, one of my myths is just a stupid like realization that I had that like Gen Z doesn't actually hate millennials. Like there's like this myth that Gen Z hates millennials. And I really just mm. don't, I, sh- I think they don't even think twice about us or like about millennials at all. Right. I, I there's like this, a weird love. 
It's it's like that. I feel like Gen Z is the ex that you think about all the time and they don't even think twice about you. They don't even watch your stories. You know what I mean? Like it's that oh. relationship where like they just exist and we're like like I I came to this realization because I watched this TikTok <laughs> where, this, <laughs> where this little boy, not even little, he's a boy, he's a, maybe a teenager, I don't know. Right. Um but he's explaining Trump's trade policy in this like less than a minute TikTok and wow. I understood Trump's trade policy better than I ever had coming out of that and it was just this kid playing three characters of like Vietnam, China and the US and they're talking to each other back and forth and not only did I feel incredibly stupid but it was amazing to see how I don't know even now with like Claudia Conway and all this stuff, like we're obsessed with Gen Z. We're obsessed with this like weird generation that's just like spewing TikTok or spewing whatever information. And we're, and we're like eating it up and they don't even think twice about it. They don't, they're just existing. And yeah. I want to be yeah. that blissfully. I want to be that blissfully unaware, I guess. And just like, <laughs> well, think about. Think about as a millennial, think about how often you thought about Gen X. Like not at all ever, right? True. In the well, in the beginning, my our my relationship to Gen X was those are the people I thought were cool when I was right. a kid because those are like the adults in media that sort of informed what I thought being adult or being an older kid was like. You know, like I was taking cues from Gen X characters, I would mm -hmm. say. But then at a certain point, I don't know if it's like you actually consciously think about it as like a generational relationship versus like, oh, I think Jay-Z is cool or like, mm -hmm. oh, I think this person is cool or whatever. And then at a certain point, I think it's when you get older and they start there's a certain point where you start seeing your generational tension or like the differences. You're like, mm, I don't I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Jay. <laughs> or like, I wouldn't do that for real. And right. then I'm like, OK, maybe they're older. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't I definitely don't like I don't know it, it, maybe the the way I think about it is different but definitely would think about it a lot mm -hmm. when I was younger. But That's Gen X point. like yeah Gen X is like neoliberal values I feel like and I I don't know I just think Gen X was never like always was like this is stupid too much to ever be like you guys don't like us <laughs> like there was <laughs> yeah. never enough there was never enough like generational pride but I feel yeah. like nobody yeah the the younger generations are always smarter, mm -hmm. better, and they give less of a shit than like yeah. about right. you than you give about them. That's always going to be the case. I just want to like, be that. I just want to be young again. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. And they'll be get that Gen X mentality. They'll be that smarter in a very like capable, talented, intelligent way, but they'll also know less. And you can't confuse that with being dumber. It's just they just don't give a shit enough to have read all the shit that you've read. But I yet. think that right. inhibition, that lack of like any kind of just I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. What is a certain nihilism? Yeah. <laughs> There's something freeing about that that just like oh. 
God. Well, yeah, but it's interesting because like we we were like the generation that got like our just heads kicked in where we were like, oh, man, none of this shit's possible. Like mm-hmm. that we thought was uh, like going to college and yeah. like you march out and but here I you go. That's do this, why like- we became so sensitive and we're just like, they hate us. Like there's no reason <laughs> why we should care that they hate us or not. But we're just like so I feel like the millennial generation is like a very sensitive generation where it's just like. Any, any like side eye or whatever, we're just like, oh, like they hate me. Maybe, maybe I'm projecting my feelings to an entire generation, but. Well, I um, think we have similar feelings of like insecurities though, like because mm-hmm. of that, because gen- the Gen Z, they're also equally coming up in a time like they were kids during a terrible recession. They're coming of, they're, you know, becoming of age in a terrible economic and political time. So, like, they're kind of experiencing, like, similar things where they're like, like, you know, they haven't had, like, those full wing spread of carefreeness of, like, people who came of age in the 90s or, like, early aughts. Like, so I think, and there's, there's certain, I think we are both equally, like, socially awkward at times and equally, like, kind of, like, can get super emo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But they're just perfecting the the they're perfecting the aesthetic of it for sure. Yeah. They're just cooler, man. They're just cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as you keep that in mind. The you know, younger <laughs> generation is always going to be cooler. Yeah. Uh, and that's when when, you, that's, when the older generation you always have like people like Madonna or like somebody like that who's like this new generation is just not cool. And it's like, yeah, like, it's like you're yeah. 85. It's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but they just uh, never yeah. heard of you and they don't really fuck with you. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. It's like Actually, all those people hearing <laughs> dreams for the first time or like the song right. or like that. Dreams the, uh, is or, the number one song in America right now. Really? Dreams. Yeah. After that, after that viral, uh, was it a TikTok after, or was it just a video? Yeah. Like, it was TikTok, a TikTok, TikTok. thing. Yeah. Wow. Whatever it was, it's from heaven. Yeah. Wow. That is uh, amazing. That guy I deserves know. like some type of like a uh, commission from that. Yeah, I mean, Ocean Spray bought him a truck and a lifetime supply of sugar water. Uh, <laughs> what really? But, yeah, but I think Fleetwood Mac owes him a, a lifetime supply of Money. cocaine or whatever. Uh, Fleetwood Mac <laughs> is good at giving people. Yeah, money Whoa. might be better. Money um, might yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah, right now that's yeah. Or right. Mick Fleetwood can come come by and chop up some fat lines, man. Whatever yeah. you want, Blow that's up, up to you, asshole. dog face. <laughs> whatever you want. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Wow, that's I didn't know it was number one. That is something. I mean, I know. I mean, it's a good song. It's, it's a great I wonder, song. Is is Dogface four twenty like doing for dreams what Wayne's World did for Bohemian Rhapsody? I think so. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. You know what I mean. But I think like I, this should be happening. This will be happening like more and more, right? Like as because we now yeah. have it's just the flattening of all music. It's like we have access right. to all of it. There's so much good music. Like, Anna, and there are people. Anna just messaged that Mick Fleet, Fleetwood remade his video. I didn't know that. Then he definitely owes him money. Yeah, and to come over anytime to do drugs. That is creative control or creative like a uh, that's IP. That is IP mm-hmm. that he has stolen. God, see, now, where are the like agencies to swoop in? Be like, Dogface420, hey, hey. Uh, oh, they're there. They've definitely. Mark from UTA, brother. Love to <laughs> sign you up to the agency, man. Uh, are you thinking about what you're going to do with uh, your likeness and your story? Yeah. Well, you have all these TikTok stars that are just like 
being actresses now, like just like getting roles because they're famous on TikTok, like the she's all that person. Right. Uh, but that's, so that's Rachel happening. Lee Cook. Or sh- there's a they're remaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're Miles remaking Rachel Lee that. Cook. <laughs> I'm not <Really>? old. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Ringwald? I say yeah. it so reflexively, too, like it's still 98. Yeah. Rachel Lee Cook? Freddie Prince Jr.? But I mean, that's the same, like, that's just the place that they're going to be discovered, right? Like, that's just a good place f- to discover young talent. Like, that's I, true. I, I don't feel like that's any less legitimate than, like, a casting call or something like that, you know? I think it's, uh, I think for me, it's the same vein as, like, nepotism or, like, family, like, 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 like legacy families in the industry. Like, it's, it's always going to be easy for some people kind of thing. So, yeah. I think it's better than those things, though, right? I was just gonna say it's like nepotism except earned. <laughs> I guess like so. if Dogface, if Dogface is like in a, the lead in a new HBO series, I'll be like, he did that on his own. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, but then I we find out that. we find out he's a Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> when I found that out that Nick Cage was a Coppola, I didn't <laughs> right. anything amazing, anymore. Right? Isn't that frustrating? Yeah. What's a myth? What's something people think is true, you know, to be false or vice versa? Okay. Um, I genuinely think that uh, piranhas can't possibly be as dangerous as people <laughs> say they are. Yeah. Like, they can't possibly be as dangerous because all the stuff that I thought was dangerous when I was a kid, like quicksand and leeches. I was going to say it fits in with the quicksand thing where... It, it just can't be that bad. And it's one of those things where I've done zero Googling. But mm-hmm. also, um, I'm watching that Nexium doc on yeah. HBO, The Vow. And I don't believe that people don't know they're in a cult, like, immediately. Because that's the number one question I ask whenever I opt into anything. Even if it's, like, even if it's like CVS Rewards. I'm like, is this a cult? Like, you know, if I walk into Chipotle, I'm like, is this a cult? And then they're in a thing, like, red, led by, like, a charismatic leader who is reclusive and, like, any, anything that tries to get you to move to upstate New York is a fucking cult. So, like, <laughs> I've, wa- I've, I've been watching this series, and I'm like, I don't believe that... I don't believe for a second that, like, 10 years in, people were like, wait, this might be a cult. Right. It's, yeah, so we have to pay all of our money and provide secrets as collateral. It might be a cult. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy that people didn't know right away. Yeah, but they, but they got me sleeping good again, and I'm doing yoga now. It's it's a good trade off. I don't know what it is. It's have you seen Jack? Have you seen the Val yet? On I have not. No. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's very. I mean, yes, it's very long. It's extremely long, but it's uh, I don't know. I, I suppose it's it's worthwhile, but yeah, it's about a, it's about a cult. And um, I think the piranha thing is a good is a good one too because I feel like everybody has now realized that uh, quicksand doesn't exist. But piranhas, I think, still get the respect of like they will skeletonize anything if you just like dip it in the water for five seconds. But. Uh, that was apparent. That comes from a Teddy Roosevelt book. Like he, before he was president, and even while he was president, he was like a famous nature like writer. And the locals in Brazil like captured a bunch of piranhas, starved them, and then dropped a dead cow in, and they skeletonized it after after a while. And because Teddy Roosevelt was 
a messy bitch who loves drama. He was like, it was just a skeleton in mere moments. Um, That's wild. Teddy Roosevelt is our only president with a tattoo. Is that true? Yeah, he had a chest tattoo of the Rough Riders or something like that. Like, he's such a badass. (laughs) And the best thing about this pandemic, or the only good thing for me about this pandemic, has been I've gone to a bunch of, like, national parks and stuff. And so I'm, like, I'm very psyched about Teddy Roosevelt at the moment. I'm sure sure there's going to be some... um, Someone who's going to reach out after hearing this podcast be like, actually, he uh, did a bunch of war crimes or something, but I'm like, yeah, I yeah. think that's probably true. That's but, probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't be an American. Yeah, you're not an American president. You're like, dude, he was so chill. And he never did anything wrong and he uplifted every right. country during his time. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. His life is like a good rollicking read. It's a it's fun to read about. But yeah, um, yeah. also wildly problematic. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Caroline, I'm going to start off with you. What's a myth? What What is something people think is true that you know to be false? I know that Ben Affleck is not that smart. I don't know Whoa. this personally. For sure. I don't think he's a genius director. I don't think he's very funny. I think he has frat brother energy. I know he went to Harvard. And if you want another lowbrow answer, people say if you do shave your legs, it grows back looking darker. That's not true. It's because of the angle the hair grows back. Thank you so much for letting me be on your podcast. <laughs> what the heck? That's what it is? I mean, with with Ben Affleck, Ben, I feel like anyone who's still on the Ben Affleck is a genius defense force trained, just needs to like get out of the train and lay in front of it. Uh, is just simply such a such an easily disproved thing. I have to but say, I, do, I really wait, how is it? I'm sorry, how is it easily disproved? He has gone through so many things speak? in his life. Oh, well, just I, I'm, and I and I hate to just steamroll here. Just allow me to finish this. He's been through so many things in his life. He's overcome a lot. He's won an Academy Award about a smart guy, okay? And and, and with all of that, uh, people thought he was done. They counted him out. They said, this guy has too many issues. Then he gets a Phoenix back tattoo to sum it all up, his entire life experience. And <laughs> you're saying that ashes. this man is, a, this man, he gets it. He fucking, he's giving you a, the literal, I don't know. I just, I think he's Listen, very, if he's I think good he's very dumb. for Ana de Armas, I guess I'll continue to accept him into my life. <laughs> but as the, I think I'm just being an oversensitive uh, Boston person because I, I'm, I just, I'm so sick of the man. Although I will say, if you get his coffee order at Dunkin' Donuts, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Ben I think Gordon. he knows his Wait, coffee. Wait, I, I would very much like to change my underrated answer to the coffee at Dunkin' Donuts because. Yeah. I used to going to Dunkin Donuts in New York is something that I do miss and the iced coffee there I think is as good as any dessert at any major restaurant. It's amazing. I could have it every day. It's Summed good. Up, right I tried there. I tried the TikTok influencer coffee, the, the, Charlie. the Charlie, and it is so I like shit for days. It is definitely for teenagers <laughs> and not for adults. Great. Uh, but it, you know, if you're a growing young person and you need a lot of dairy, then try the Charlie. 
<laughs> yeah, if you're a young child who needs all that calcium. You want a glass of milk? Please get the Charlie. <laughs> Take some Activia. Yeah. yeah, that as well. Obviously, we're proactivity on this show. Let's uh, do what the fuck was that part 7,000. President Donald Trump is apparently struggling to breathe, but not admitting that. So just like being a big tough guy while not being really able to breathe. Uh, his aides are speculating that part of the reason that he immediately removed his face mask was because he doesn't seem... Uh, like he's breathing so well, and so they he needed to get better oxygen coming to his face. That what a well, that's the phaser at where now like the the leaks are basically them talking shit about him's like bad health. They're like honestly that fool took the mask off because he was sucking mad air. Honestly, right. So whatever. Yeah. But can you can we do this anonymously? Thanks. Right. Um. She there used is... to be like grave concern for the ability to breathe. Now it's like, nah, dude, he's fooling. He's fucking around. That's all yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, there's a Yale psychiatrist who thinks that he should be committed. Um, she says that sociopathy is dangerous in part because out of envy of other human beings for having human characteristics, it actively desires people to suffer and die. Um, and so the idea is that the thing she saw, I think, in this latest round of you know, irrational, um, terrifying behavior was that he seemed to really get a kick out of putting people's lives in danger when he like took off his mask and was like, you know, giving recommendations that are counter the, uh, you know, health advice of actual doctors and scientists. He seems to physically be getting like a, a charge out of that. The man is a troll. Yeah. Has anyone talked about his new accent? Am I the only one that can't get over his like speaking style from that weird balcony video? Is it more accented, like deeper New York accent? It's just weird. It's just like it's not. It's this. It's like he's feels he's playing a character. It feels like he's acting or something. He's he's pronunciation like his pronunciation of certain words is, uh, strikes me as different. He's doing an impression of the Alec Baldwin impression of himself. <laughs> uh, which is be. the greatest impression we still agree he alec baldwin totally nailing it uh thank god he's like what do i sound like oh yeah alec baldwin <laughs> things we know about him is he's never gotten drunk or even had a drink i think and Trump? so yeah really yeah he's a teetotaler yeah really yeah just like think... uh just like w well, W was was a dry uh, drunk. Is like, a dry drunk or a you know recovered a recovered alcoholic. I think Trump was never any like n just it never interested him. Do you think which, that's just because mm. he hates losing control? I think he also saw his brother drink himself to death and was like, I don't want to do that. But then, yeah, the th I think there's the control aspect of it, and also he's it's not like a moral thing because he also has been. Uh, blowing rails of Adderall for <laughs> since the eighties. Yeah, uh, I mean, so that's uh, what I have always thought was he he gives off like speed freak vibes. And yeah, for sure. Similar to the Nazis who were all blowing rails of speed constantly. Yeah. Like that is a thing that will make you not have empathy. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, tr uh, Hitler was also very anti intoxicants up until the end when he 
start getting really into uh, speed and then heroin combinations. Uh, Andy but, was a vegetarian, as yeah. people love to point out. I mean, there's a lot of like animal rights racists. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, as you talked about the the pipeline from yeah, uh, that's a big part of the pipeline. QAnon. They're like, um, oh, we got to save the children by <laughs> killing everyone else. Yeah. So I, I, the reason I bring up his teetotaling is that I, I do think that for somebody like that who's in their seventies and only has really uh, experience with intoxicants that like take them up a notch, something like the side effects from these steroids might be, you know, hitting a little bit different, might be uh, causing uh, accent changes. You think he's getting loopy? Oh, yeah, he seems loopy. He seems slightly loopy to me. And guys, don't he, yeah. don't quote me on this, but this guy seems a little loopy. <laughs> I, don't you, I don't know if you've seen these clips. He looks like a dude who has just like maybe, uh, you know, like in Star Trek when they beam you down or beam you up somewhere from the first. He looks like a dude who just got beamed down for the first time. He's still kind of dealing with like the trip of that. He's like, whoa, okay, okay, I'm here. Right. Yep, that happened. All right. You're still good, Donald. That was a little trippy, but you're going to get through this. Like he's still, It feels like a process of finding his feet, but also trying to assert that his feet are firmly on the ground. So it just makes for this very like off-balanced uh, performance. And yeah, the, the, it, it's quite a performance. Yeah, we had a listener write in and say they thought we were mixing up like the type of steroids he was on and that we were just like confusing the cortical steroids with anabolic steroids and it's actually like they that's what i thought too i was like wait the like medical steroids don't make you into like a roid raging <laughs> you know uh person but he like apparently this specific steroid like people have been writing about it uh it's called dexamethasone and like people were writing about how they were prescribed it for hearing loss and they're like i remember feeling just like trump for the first few days better than i'd ever felt in my life but there were several important differences between me and trump i was not in charge of the free world my worst decision was uh eating five bowls of cereal in front of the refrigerator at 3 a.m which by the way he did the one of the things that his doctor pointed to to be like he's back baby was that he ate like five plates of dinner in the hospital <laughs> They were like, he's a hungry boy. Um, he just like housed like five dinners all at once. Why are they treating him like a fucking newborn panda? Why is that like the standard <laughs> for how well this fool is doing? Oh, he ate like five Mexi melts and uh, and 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 down to two liter of Mountain Dew. You should have seen him. It, yeah. uh, ee, boy. And in the Mayo even... Clinic, just real quick before we move on from the side effects, the Mayo Clinic says, although disturbances of mood, cognition, sleep, and behavior, as well as frank delirium, they keep calling it frank delirium, which is, I guess, like just straight up and down. Nobody's, no, even even yeah. the most sober-eyed person is like, that is delirium, uh, or even psychosis are possible. The most common adverse effects of short-term corticosteroid therapy are euphoria and hippomania which is not related to being a hungry hungry hippo but just it's basically Maybe another hypo. word for yeah it's hypomania and it's just another word for being euphoric yeah so 
that's just all worth keeping in mind as we view the president's long tweet storms just, about how I everything think, is love and how he's going to win and how none of none of the polls are telling the truth. Right. Or just even like how on one hand, right, aides are like, yo, this dude is struggling to have breaths. And then you get these other reports where they're saying like all his vitals are fantastic. It's everything is normal. Even to have this happening, like regardless of what the medications are doing, like this should be just such a larger issue rather than being like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. He's burning up on reentry. But like we can't <laughs> fucking say anything because if he learns that, ah! like it's it's just it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. And like it's it doesn't matter. Bad. Like when you when you're just when you're playing secrets like a poker hand with somebody the state of their health because either like it it does affect how the country's run on some level uh it's yeah it's, it's just it's super spooky October America is gonna shit itself to death on the toilet like Elvis because we're gonna die from VIP syndrome of like doctors not being able to tell famous big awesome person uh the truth about their own health. Anyways, uh, let's take another break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Lastly, I just want to say someone sucker punched Rick Moranis in New York. Uh, you hate to see it. <sighs> yep. I don't know what happened, but not Rick Moranis. Good. Wow. Honey, I punched Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I punched the shit out of that dude. Uh, yeah, he he was just walking uh, down New York, minding his own, when some guy in a I Love NY hoodie just sneaks him with a quick one. Uh, and I don't think he was concussed or anything, but just a weird. It's like Rick Moranis is like the most like non-specific looking person. Where right. I don't know if this person was having a bad day, was on some shit or whatever, but. Uh, like also, Rick Moranis was doing his most to stay out of the fucking spotlight, I know. <laughs> and then he does now one on fucking TMZ. thing. He does one thing with Ryan Reynolds, and now he's getting fucking sucker punched in the streets of New York. I was gonna say he's about to retire forever. He's about to retire for fucking ever. Do you think he's going to be like, see, this is why I don't do this shit, man? I did one. I, I did that one the... thing with Ryan. <laughs> the guy just wanted him so. back in the spotlight. Maybe it's not that the right. guy hates him; it's that he loves him. Oh shit! His agent. Oh my god! Rick Moranis' agent hired the dude to punch yeah. him, and that's then be like, the no, only look. twist I will accept. Is it someone he knows and has a beef going back to Little Shop of Horrors? What if it was Frank Oz, and we just don't know? You know, we don't know who it is. <laughs> Little Shop Could of have been Horrors. Frank Oz sucker punch him in the middle of the street. That's canon. Oh man! That's well, canon. we'll have to. Well, there'll, there'll be more on this story. I'm sure this will be developing as much as the president's uh, health status. So we'll keep an oh, eye yeah. on this one. Miles, you watched The Secret. Oh, I watched my. Cobra Kai. Uh, the Secret. I I gotta know what what is the secret. Just tell Yo, me. The first secret. of all, shout out to Zeit Gang for uh, helping me locate this film because I did not want to locate it, and then I cast my gaze upon this nightmare. Uh, so I don't, I don't know where to start. Um, First off, hold on. Is this movie like new or old? It's new. It's starring, uh, Katie Holmes. 
Oh, okay. I it's, didn't even yeah. know so it's she was be doing new. movies. Dude, it's got, yeah, exactly. You know, Katie Holmes is only in new stuff. Uh, right. But this film was with Katie Holmes, Josh Lucas, and her, was like sort of the main dude. And then like Jerry O'Connell plays like this dude who's like longing for her. Long story short is she's playing a mother, uh, a widow who has three kids and they're in some hard times. You know, Which nothing one's Josh seems- Lucas? He's like one of those dudes where I could tell you, you you need to see his face, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, Josh Lucas. Yeah, he's like a handsome dude who was in a bunch of movie, forgettable movies in the Okay, so you guys aughts. don't know either. That's all I was checking. <laughs> no, but it would be one of those things when you, when you see him, you're like, oh, this dude. But you're like, I didn't know his name was Josh Lucas because he's like a stock photo of an actor. Did but, you see Ford v. Ferrari? Did you see I Sweet Home Alabama? No and no, and I do not recognize him. He looks like a poor man's Kevin Costner. If you heard yeah, his voice, a, it's his voice kind of puts it all together. He's a Costner, uh, Ryan, what's his name? Uh, who's the who's the real hunky dude? He's not hunky, though. Well, who's you know what? This is not Jack important. O'Brien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's Josh real Lucas. Ryan, Jack <laughs> O'Brien. Uh, no, he's he's a blend of Co- I, I see a lot of Costner. I see a lot of Gosling. I think he's like a blend of Costner Gosling. Costner. He's a Costner. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Gosner. That's a, that's Gosner. Gosner wrapped Gosling. up in a Gosner blanket. Yes. So this uh so anyway, she's like none of the things are going right for this family. Like they're stressed, the kids like don't like their house, the one one of the daughters is like jealous that her the, a classmate's sweet 16 is going to have a fucking have food trucks. This other little girl wants a Relatable pony. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh and and then one day uh in the midst of the chaos, Katie Holmes like bat, like rear ends this guy in a truck and it's Josh Lucas and he's like so the whole thing is based around him being this kind of like mysterious guy and his whole like outlook is super positive. She's like when she rear ends him, his truck's fine, but hers is like the bumper's off. And she's like, damn it. Ah, oh, I can't afford the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, it's all good. And luckily my car's not damaged, so let me help you out. And he like fixes her truck and like they're hanging out at their house. And she's like, this man is beginning to learn a little bit more about her like life situation. And like first, like they're like, we want to have dinner. And she's like, we want pizza. And Katie Holmes is like, we can't afford pizza. She's like, that's right, because we're poor. And like the Katie Holmes like leaves the scene for a second. And then this Josh Lucas guy's like, look, just because you have no pizza doesn't mean you can't have it. If you just think a lot about pizza, you'll be able to get it. And it has like this very like barbarically distilled down version of the law of attraction, essentially. Like the most passive form, which is like, just think about pizza and it's magic. And then fucking lit like clockwork. What the heck? Who's at the door? Oh, hey, I've got a pizza that that character literally described two pages ago, word for word. I have this exact order here for this family. It's already been paid for. Don't even worry about it. And they're like, oh, cool. It came from mom's Katie Holmes boyfriend, Jerry O'Connell. And like slowly there's these like all these moments where they're like, oh, my God, it's like happening. So it's magic. Oh, wait, Jerry O'Connell has money and he's not helping Katie Holmes, but Josh Lucas is? It's V weird. Like they're dating, but like she's kind of like doesn't she's not really feeling Jerry O'Connell because he's like a herb anyway. Like you could tell he's like he's like one of his character pulls up in like a down vest and you're like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Like you already (laughs) Jerry O'Connell has huge herb vibes. I totally get what you mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a herbivore. And the whole thing with uh, it's. Yes. So he's like a rich guy. 
But then and so Lucas is you, an alpha. I get it, bro. But all he keeps saying is all this like lame shit. He's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. She's like, look, Josh Lucas. She's like, I can't just keep thinking like there's a hole in my roof. I can't just think of a new roof to come by. I have these bills. It's not like a check's just going to show up for the exact amount I need, blah, blah, blah. And then throughout the film, you realize, get the roof fixed. A fucking check arrives for the exact thing. But then there's like, there's like a whole fucking twist, which is that Katie Holmes' husband died in a plane crash. And Josh Lucas was with him on that flight, and he was the only person who survived that crash, but also like took a patent that Katie Holmes' dead husband had invented and improved it and like got and like started becoming wealthy. And the reason he even found Katie Holmes was to tell her that he had put the patent in her name and she can expect checks to come in. But because he was like kind of vibing with her, he didn't tell her. So it became like the typical rom-com thing where one character has been deceiving the other. And then when it matters, they're like, you deceived me this whole time. I don't understand. And they're like, but it was for a good reason. I was yeah. on the plane that your husband died in and I stole his patent. And then I, it's like, it gets so convoluted. And so that's then- Seems secret? like there actually is no good reason for the lie. Seems like she would have been really happy to hear all of that from just right at the beginning. Just straight yeah. up. Yeah, without him trying to be like like quirky hippie guy. Where, would have like, saved her a lot of worrying and then he didn't even have to lie about the secret. But the secret <laughs> is not like the... I have this not read sucks, the secret. And I haven't even uh, seen I it. I just so live mad. it. Uh, like <laughs> the president, I don't read the books. I just live the books. And so uh -huh. I know the philosophy of the secret it's not that, like, if you imagine a pizza in your brain, someone's going to deliver a pizza, is it? No, no, but like, that's, so there are many ways, like, people preach the law of attraction. Like, I think the secret is, like, the most, I think, broad version and is basically gets a lot of people hooked because they're trying to sell it to you as magic. Right. Like, oh, the problem is uh, your inability to, like, communicate your needs to other people. It's that you just don't think about shit enough. It's like, mm, no, that's like a really <laughs> right. weird way to describe. Like, that's not self-help. Um, Because right. I do, like, on a certain level, I do believe that there is a power to how you look at your own life. Not necessarily that, like, if I think about uh, PS5, someone's going to knock on my door and just drop one off. But I do believe in, like, you know, that perception is reality, right? And if you're in a negative headspace and you're only looking at negative, like only thinking about what's wrong in your life, then your confirmation bias is only going to look for negative shit. And you're like, of course this thing went wrong. Of course this happened. Of course that, but, and you get so much momentum going that yes, that it feels like that's how your world is. But at the same time, I think like just, I think an easier way to look at the secret is like, you can also just sort of like try and look for the positive things that are happening to you and just be more aware of that rather than in a in a mode where like everything sucks of course it sucks of course that sucks to sort of like yeah some things suck but some things are good oh hey that happened that was cool oh that happened that was cool and then from right. there you could very like i think it's really more about having more of a positive outlook and having positive self-talk more than like the magic of rear-ending some dude in a fucking Ford F-150 who has a magical patent that'll get your daughter a pony and you a Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Um, so that, that sounds not worth watching. It's, is it like I don't know, bad like, good where like, you're like, oh my God, I have to watch this. this I mean, like, I think, look, if you, if you're feeling really shitty uh, and you watch this, you'll probably feel good because it almost it feels like fantasy. You're like everything that's been going wrong for this person has been till one day. Everything that could go right does start going right. 
And sure, right. like just the the act of watching the pendulum swing the other way may be like fine or whatever. But I mean, it's not like a good, it's not even like a good romance film or anything like that. Plus you got to pay for it and put money into these people's pockets. So like, no, nah, it's a hard pass. Uh, you right. don't, you don't, you don't need to, you don't need to waste your time on it. I think me, me telling like, you right now is fine. It reminds me of pay it forward. Wasn't that like one of those like American self-help philosophy books that got adapted into a movie that was just basically like yeah. dramatizing a very simplistic philosophy, but like that didn't quite work out unless yeah. you're a fan of cinema, in which case uh, pay it forward is one of the finest films of <laughs> Of yeah. our time. Well, and the thing the film does though is like they make Josh Lucas the way he talks be like, man, if I was like that, I guess I would have everything. Cause he's like so right. weird and cryptic, like where he's checking out of a hotel and the uh the concierge, uh the woman at the concierge, she's like studying for her LSATs. And he's like, when he's checking out, he's like, Hey, good luck on your LSATs. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. It's just so hard. It's just so overwhelming. I I, I just think maybe I won't do well. And he's like, Hey, 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 can you see yourself? being a lawyer take a second right now can you see yourself being a lawyer is that real and she's like yeah i can see it it's it's so real to me and he's like then so can i and he like walks <laughs> off and she's like wow i don't know what the fuck that meant but my face will smile. <laughs> uh, wow so, i want to fuck that man yeah. yeah so in the end i would say like yo like a, a cheap version is like just a, a, a less uh a spooky way to do the secret Try and just, you know, change your negative self-talk to more positive things. Try and look for the positive yeah. in your life. I think that's a better message than like than saying like, yo, your life's bad and the reason is you're not wishing enough. Right. Right. Which is what I think. No, actually, I think the lesson is um your life isn't great because your husband didn't die in a plane crash <laughs> uh, yeah. next to Josh Lucas and leave him a patent that Josh Lucas could improve and then uh, make a lot of money off of and then pay you back for the money yeah. you didn't have. Talk about a relatable circumstance. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. Come um, on. Everyone has this story in their life. Right. We're yeah. honest. You'll love it's jarring in the sense that that plot line comes in way too late in the film and you're like, right. what is this now? Like, I just <laughs> Wait, thought it was what? about a sm dude coming to this small town and changing people's lives and now he might be like, then at a certain point, you're like, did he kill the hut? Wait, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and that then would like, have been a way better movie. I thought it was oh, going to be yeah. a horror when you were setting it up. I was like, oh, shit. And the, like, is he the devil? And then yeah, it's and way lamer right. than that. I wish and she's like, you've been devil. thinking about him and I'm here to re reunite y'all. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, the secret. We should write the secret as a horror. I mean, um, I, yeah, I'm sure that's that's out there, right? That's definitely a Goosebumps book. It reminds me oh, of Oh, that already was. Be careful what you wish for. It was a good one. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.